Hello and welcome to the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Giles, founder of Chic Money. I wholeheartedly believe that financially empowered women will save the world beginning with their own. So this is the podcast for you if you know that it's time to dissolve your debt, double your profit, feel amazing about money and create the financial freedom that you have always craved. So make yourself comfortable. Enjoy today's episode. It is your time to create Femme Financial Freedom. Hello, my name is Jessica Giles. I'm the founder of Chic Money and your host here of the Femme Financial Freedom podcast. And today we are delving deep into identifying and releasing money blocks and limiting beliefs. And you know, I think it's really imperative to realize that this work never goes away. Um, and I don't mean that from a sense of, oh my gosh, you know, I'm always forever going to be uh, having to clear blocks and beliefs. But the truth is, until such point as you're done growing, earning, expanding, transforming, there's always going to be something to let go of on that path and on that journey of expansion. So, The bad news is, is you're never going to be done. The good news is, is you're going to continue to grow and expand and it gets easier the deeper and further you go on, okay? And what you will find is the more that you flex this muscle, the more that you build your beliefs, you will get to the point where you will be identifying and clearing blocks and beliefs through awareness alone. You're not always going to have to do deep dive journal entries and energy clearing and all of that kind of thing, you will become like a finely tuned athletic racehorse or race car or however you want to see it. Like you will be in peak mindset performance and state and you will be able to shift them quickly, easily and just keep on moving and keep on growing. So how does that feel for you? So let's delve into today's episode. And the truth is, I liken this in two ways when I explore these concepts with the students in my Money Mastery Academy program. The first way is, is that new level, new devil. Okay. Every time you grow, every time you expand, every time you want to reach higher, further and go deeper, there is always going to be some junk in the trunk, so to speak, to clear. So the truth is, if you want to stay at the level you're at, cool stay there, don't grow, don't change, and you won't have to face this work. But if you want something different, if you want something more, if you want to show up in a more aligned, powerful way and be your full out powerful self, then along the way, we're going to have to clear whatever is on your way, on your path to achieving that. So the first thing is new level, new devil, and just normalize the fact that you're going to have limiting beliefs and blocks. And when we normalize it, we remove the emotional charge, we remove the story and the stigma around it, which just lets it be um, normal and part of the process, just like brushing your teeth every day. (laughs) And I have listened to countless podcasts and interviews and read many, many books from women and men who are, you know, peak performers, high performers, ultimate success stories of, you know, grown multi-million dollar companies and created these huge foundations and, and all of these really key powerful players in the world. 
And one of the key things they note is that mindset is the biggest piece of the game, you know, and there's a lot of research that suggests that, you know, success is 80% mindset and 20% action. So it's far more about who you're being than what you're doing. And I always say, and this is a big part of my training programs, that every action you take has an energy attached to it. So we want to ensure that that energy that is attached to the action you're taking is progressive, aligned and allowing you to create the outcome that you so desire. And The other thing I want to normalize as well is that you don't have to always be in this high vibe feeling state. (laughs) Okay, that is not necessary for manifestation for your growth. And not only is it not necessary, it's not sustainable. You know, one of the beautiful things about life is that we have polarity. We have summer, we have winter, we have night, we have day, we have darkness, we have sunshine. Uh, And so in your own energy field, in your own emotions, in your own self, you're going to have that polarity also. Where the trouble comes in is that we tend to associate meanings and stories to that. So anytime that we're feeling low, I mean, not only does it not feel great to feel that way, so we want to move to a better feeling place, but we've assigned a lot of meaning to that low you know, feeling or energy. We've decided that things aren't working, that we're off track, that it's too hard. You know, we've decided that that is what that means and represents. And where that becomes tricky is, you know, you receive what you believe. And so when you believe something and you believe it to be true that you're off track or it's not working or whatever the case may be, that's going to get to be the truth for you. So what I want you to see is that it's actually perfectly healthy and normal (laughs) to not feel totally on top of it all the time and to also give yourself permission that you can feel better because you want to feel better, but it doesn't, it's not necessary in order for you to achieve and for you to be creating and manifesting and so forth. So the first piece of the puzzle is realizing that you're in full charge and control of your energy, but I really invite you to create a belief system. And I've really, you know, worked closely with this in my own life and business in the past little while is that everything's always working. You know, it's not dependent on how you're feeling or how high vibe and bouncing off the walls you are. It's always working regardless of how you feel, when you have that fundamental belief that it's always working, then it doesn't actually matter how you're feeling, whether you're seeing the tangible results or not, because that belief system gets to be at work for you. And that is what will yield the results to you. Okay. So first thing is that new level, new devil, you're always going to be expanding into these new realms and these new possibilities. And as you do, you know, there was a time in your life when you were praying for what you've now got. Okay. And then you adapt to that and then you want more. And that's the human spirit. That's how we're wired. There's a concept I find so valuable that I want to share with you. And it's called hedonic adaptation. And what hedonic adaptation represents is we adapt to life around us. So, for example, when you buy a new car, you know, that new car feeling, even if it's not brand new out of the car yard, you know, new to you feeling is just 
you know, I can still remember I, I upgraded to my dream car last year and I mean, I still love it. I still feel so grateful for that vehicle. But when I first got it, you know, the feeling of the leather and the seats and the smell and the lights that light up when you open the door at night and all of these things, they're new to your senses. You've not experienced it before. And so it feels amazing and it feels beautiful. And it's really just you become aware of that and you become, uh, you know, to begin with, you're aware of that feeling and that sensation. And then over a period of time, your body adapts to it. And so it doesn't become as essentially, uh, you know, tantalizing to your senses as it did originally. Another way of explaining this is if you walk into a room and there's fresh baked cupcakes, I mean, gosh, who doesn't love the smell of fresh baked cupcakes? <laughs> you know, you're soaking up that smell and you love it. Well, within a few moments, you've become adapted to that smell. And then somebody else walks in the room and they're like, oh my gosh, who's made cupcakes? And so it's just this whole experience of hedonic adaptation where you adapt to the surroundings around you. So it's natural that you're then going to seek the next expansion to that. And so where the limiting beliefs come in is that as you expand to the next sensation and to the next feeling, you will again adapt to that. And so it's human nature to continue seeking more. And I love, um, if you haven't read the book, I highly recommend the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And, you know, it's, it, I also love Think and Grow Rich. The Science of Getting Rich is a much easier read. It's not quite as in-depth and super old language, <laughs> but it's quite an easy read. And, and in there, they speak about that seeking more is natural. You know, the seeking of riches and the seeking of expansion in all areas is the human spirit. It's what we're wired for. It's what we're created for. So allowing yourself to realize that this is all part of the process and that you are going to adapt, you are going to seek more. And as you do, just as you had the limiting beliefs about that vehicle or that income goal or that partnership or whatever it was, you will clear and, you know, adapt to receiving that level. And then you'll move to the next level and you'll have another layer of limiting beliefs. So it feels a little bit uncomfortable to share this publicly, but, you know, when I bought my dream car last year, I actually have two dream cars and I bought the first one and I love that car and I'm so grateful for that vehicle. And, and another thing I invite you to feel into, and I was just chatting about this with a client the other day, when I bought that vehicle, it was a big upgrade. It was a, it was a big um, financial investment. There were a lot of mindset hurdles I had to overcome to create that. One of which being I was very attached to the vehicle I had before that. Um, and I was talking with a friend about this recently lately as she upgraded her car as well. And I said to her, um, I know that I had to sell the other car before I would allow myself to receive the new car because I wouldn't have wanted the old car to see the new car. Now, I've realized that that makes me sound completely loopy and I'm quite okay with that. <laughs> but this is the thing. These limiting beliefs aren't always these giant in your face, slap you in the head blocks. Okay. They can be subtle things like I don't want my old car to see my new car. <laughs> And so for me, I knew that I had to let go of the old car before I could receive the new car. And then there's that element of trust and fear around that, around I'm literally selling my car before I have one to replace it. So of course, there's that element of trust 
list and clearing the limiting beliefs around that. But I want you to, I share that silly little story about letting go of one car to receive the other so that you can see that limiting beliefs aren't always like bang in front of you. They can be subtle. They can be subconscious. You might not even be aware of them. So I invite you to just keep a really open mind and an open heart and be like, just I'm open. I'm aware. Please show me what those limiting beliefs are. And honestly, the sillier they sound, the more they're probably impacting you. Okay. (laughs) The sillier it sounds around not wanting my old car to see my new car, the crazier it can be. Okay. So what I want to share with you though, is that I had to overcome those limiting beliefs to let go of the new car, to allow the new car, uh, sorry, let go of the old car, allow the new car, realign to that financial investment, create the money for that financial investment and, and all of those pieces. And now, you know, I've, I've got two dream cars. So now I'm starting to think about what if I, what would it be? What would it feel like? What would it look like to allow myself to have both of those cars? Okay. And then of course, a whole new set of limiting beliefs and stories come up like, oh my gosh, Jess, why can't you just be happy with one car? Who needs two cars? But then I'm like, take a stand for the end, believe in abundance, believe in the possibility and potential. So it's this whole dance throughout your entire life of identifying limiting beliefs, letting go of them, overcoming them as I had to do to let go of the old car, create the new car. And now you dance into the next stage, which is like, wow, imagine if I had two of my dream cars. (laughs) So then there's a whole new set of limiting beliefs, a whole new set of, you know, physicality and circumstances and so forth to let go of around that. So it's this whole exchange. And that's how I want you to see this process is around it's an exchange and it's a dance and it's a fun process of allowing yourself to be completely yourself, allowing yourself to receive at really high, deep levels, enabling and allowing yourself to let go of limiting beliefs and realize that the limiting beliefs can make no sense, such as my funny little one that I shared with you. So that's really the essence of what I want to share with you here today around just letting it be fun, letting it be part of the process. Don't assign too much emotion to it. Okay. Because the more we assign emotion and story and the more we're like, oh my God, this is a big belief that I have to let go of. And I have to this and I have to that. Like you're just going to have such an oppressive energy around it that it's going to make it really hard to shift. Whereas if you're like, oh my gosh, isn't it crazy that I think that I can't let one car see the other car? (laughs) But when you let yourself play with it and hold it and go, oh, well, I trust myself. I trust the process. I trust that whatever, however it gets to be, it gets to be. And I let myself release this and allow myself to receive this. Okay. So it's this really beautiful fusion um, between letting yourself play with it. So definitely, you know, children play all the time. And if they're like my children, they play with 100 toy horses all over the house and it drives you crazy. Um, (laughs) So but children play and I love watching and listening to my daughters playing and children have such a childlike wonder. And that kind of gets conditioned and beaten out of us the older we get. Um, You know, my daughter, my eldest daughter is currently 12, almost 13. And, you know, so she's going through a real transitionary time. And I still encourage her like to play and to just relax and play and be joyful and, you know, all that kind of thing, because 
it's something that as we get older and life gets more serious, that it kind of gets beaten out of us, so to speak. And so when we become an adult, we don't approach things like limiting beliefs and blocks from a place of play. We place it from we approach it from I have to get rid of this to get to here. And when we bring that heavy energy, what we resist persists and the more it will kind of just take a deeper root within us. So I really believe in bringing an essence and a level of play to it so that you can have a lightness around it and not hold it so tightly and let it just kind of go and have a lot of love and acceptance for yourself. And especially when it comes to having per se silly limiting beliefs, just being like, oh, isn't that interesting? But just letting it be what it is. Okay, so I hope you find that really helpful. And the other thing I want to sort of give you the real visual of as well is like an onion. Okay, there's always another layer. When it comes to onions, there's always a layer beneath the layer. And so when you're looking at, um, you know, like I say, you prayed for what you have in your life. And so then you then go to the next level around that. Okay. So for example, when I was a single mum and I'd done my healing work, which is, you know, lifelong, of course, but I'd done my healing work around, you know, the, the breakdown of my relationship um, with the father of my children, which had been a 10 year relationship my entire adult life. And I'd, I'd done my healing and releasing around that. And when I was ready to receive new love and I was ready to open up to creating a new relationship the truth is who I wanted to be in that relationship was vastly different to who I was in my previous relationship you know taking full responsibility for my part in all my relationships and I was very clear that I wanted to show up in a different way. I wanted to be in a different partnership. I wanted to be different in that partnership. And of course, there were aspects of the other person that I was calling in and I was clear or I took the time to get clear on how I wanted them to show up and how I wanted us to show up together and what that would look like. And of course, because of the previous experiences and trauma and beliefs that we create for example from that previous relationship which like I say had been my entire adult life from when I was 19 to 29 so it was all I kind of knew there was a lot that I had to let go of from that and a lot of limiting beliefs that I had taken on from that so to share the main one with you which is kind of a big kahuna (laughs) you know as a single mom I was like who on earth is going to accept me for all my elements? You know, I'm a a woo-woo spiritual business owner who's also an accountant, who is a single parent of two daughters, who races motorbikes with her brother for fun on the weekends. Like, I was like, wow, that's a lot. Like, (laughs) there's so many different elements to me. Who on earth is going to get all of that? Who on earth is going to love all of those diverse elements? Who on earth is going to celebrate and support my big goals and my expansion and and where I'm going, what I'm doing, who I'm becoming, what I'm creating? And I had a lot of limiting beliefs around that, that I had to transform. And so I share that with you because every time you want to create something different in your life, there are a few elements that come up. The first is radical self-responsibility, always, forever, radical self-responsibility. And so I had to look at who had I been in previous relations? Who did I want to be? What what parts of me did I have to heal, transform, change? And that's uncomfortable. Ego doesn't want you to look at that. (laughs) Um, You know, and, and to be perfectly transparent with you, you know, now four years into this 
amazing relationship that I have co-created with this amazing man now, um, you know, I still, like an onion, there's other layers. Now it's an expansion and now, now I'm not looking at how do I call this partner in because I overcome those limiting beliefs to create that. Now I'm looking at what's our next level, what's our next expansion in relationship and, and who am I, to, do I want to be in that relationship and identifying and releasing limiting beliefs around that. So I want you to know that although this work never goes away, it evolves and it transforms and it's like an onion and it goes a layer deeper. So where four years ago I was looking at how do I manifest this relationship? You know, now I'm looking at what's our, what's our stage looking like? Like what is our next expansion in our own individual and partnership lives looking like? And what's the next level of who I want to be in this relationship? You know, if we get married and, you know, do all of these things, what is that going to look like? Who do I want to be in that? What beliefs are coming up that are holding me back from fully being that? Um, you know, it's so funny. Again, it feels really uncomfortable to share this, but I do so in faith that it will help you. Uh, we have been together four years and we're very clear that, you know, we will get married at some point. And I've had a real limiting belief and I've even been saying it out loud, you know, in our relationship. We're like, I'm, I'm not where I want to be to be a wife yet. <laughs> and then I was like... Well, that's a limiting belief because the more I say I'm not where I want to be to be a wife, I'm affirming that. I'm affirming that I'm not where I want to be and that I'm not ready to be a wife. And so that's just going to keep perpetuating that. So that's my limiting belief that I now get to play with. So can you see how over time those limiting beliefs change? Back then it was, oh my God, who on earth is going to accept all these elements and parts of me and, and overcoming the limiting beliefs to manifest and attract that person, which I did. And now we've built this amazing relationship. And now the limiting beliefs are around, well, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be to be a wife. I'm not who I see a wife as just yet. And so that gets to be what I overcome and transform. So getting really uncomfortable and, and showing you some tender areas of my life that I'm currently working through right now. And it's funny because I don't usually talk about things until I've overcome them and I've transformed them. And I'm certainly well on my way and on my path with this area, but I want to share this with you to make it really real. And so that you can see that journey and what that journey looks like, um, you know, for me in relationship and, and how that shows up and, you know, I was talking with a client the other day and, you know, when we were talking about some limiting beliefs around her creating her next level income month. And I said to her, you know, not all that long ago, we were talking about limiting beliefs to create like your $5,000 month. And now we're talking about your $50,000 month. Like let's pause and celebrate just how far you've come. And that's what I really want to encourage you to do today as well. You're very aware of your limiting beliefs. You're very aware of how they show up. But I want you to look at all the limiting beliefs that you've overcome to get to where you are now. Okay, because a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. And the more that you can celebrate what you've overcome, the more you're going to fast track to what you're creating. Okay. So we have delved deep. We have gone all the way today. I've let you bared the depths of my soul to you, <laughs> but I hope that that's been of value and I hope that's been of support to you. And I really just want you to realize that as you identify and clear your limiting beliefs and your blocks, 
congratulations, you're normal. Everybody has them regardless of where you're at. And when you kind of let yourself realize that they're not going anywhere, but that they don't always have to have that emotional hold with you, you reclaim your personal power and you fast track that process. And that is such a beautiful gift to give yourself. And I really want to celebrate you for being here to create that for yourself. So have fun with identifying and clearing your limiting beliefs. Let them be silly. Let them be crazy. Um, and just, you know, just play with it and have fun. And I can't wait to see what you're going to transcend and what you're going to transform with that. So just this week, this podcast was inspired by uh, a post I did in my Femme Financial Freedom Facebook group, which was around share with me what limiting belief you're releasing about money. And a whole bunch of beautiful women shared their beliefs with me. And I've written a few of them down that I wanted to share with you here today, because if you identify with any of these you need to be in my Fem Financial Freedom Facebook group because I shared a lot of coaching and support and intuitive hits on how to release them and, and where they've come from and so forth. So if any of these resonate with you around money goes out faster than it comes in, I don't trust myself with money, I don't feel confident with money, my income fluctuates, I don't feel worthy to be wealthy, I'm afraid that wanting more makes me ungrateful for what I have. It's just not my luck to be wealthy. I need to do more to be wealthy. I don't deserve it if I haven't worked hard for it. I'll never have enough. If any of those thoughts have ever ran through your mind, I encourage and invite you to please come and join my Femme Financial Freedom Facebook group. The link to do so will be in the episode notes because that's the place to be to transcend and transform those limiting beliefs. It's also the place where I happen to do a lot of oversharing. So if you liked hearing about my relationship insights on my journey, uh, that's the place to be, which is slightly more private because it's a closed environment, which is just filled with women like you who are going after their big dreams and creating their version of financial freedom. I think you'll love it there. Come and join us. Either way, thank you so much for being here for this episode. I've loved sharing this space with you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode of Femme Financial Freedom. And remember, it is your time right now to create your very own version of Femme Financial Freedom. Much love.